Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesechtes Erevin, Perik, Hey, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalid. And we're learning Le'ilu Nishmas, Michal Zisla ben Avram, and David ben Fibish Alei Shalom. We began our discussion yesterday that although a Tchum begins at the boundary of a city, you get to that boundary of a city, you then have 2,000 Amas to go beyond that, that, that border. However, what happens if halachically, the next city over is actually joined with your city. Meaning to say, as we say, we don't define a city by having two different municipalities, two different townships, but rather, how do we define a city? We define a city that once you, they don't have overlapping carpet space. Meaning to say, if there is 141 and one-third Amos, less than 141 and one-third Amos between city A and B, we say they're actually one halachic city, which would mean that someone in city A can go into city B, go to the border of city B, and only then do we begin counting the 2,000 Amos. In city number, in, in, in city, in the mission number Gimel here, we're going to see that there's another permutation of this din that you have, a, that a carpet worth of space can join two or three cities, as, as we'll say, to make it one large halachic city. So, in order to visualize this, you've got to visualize this for you to put on your, your visualization glasses. Imagine you have an equilateral triangle where you have at the base of the triangle on one corner is city number A, at the other corner is city number B, and then at the point where I guess we can say where the arrow is up ahead is city number C. Now, what happens if city number A and B, again, sitting at the base of the triangle, are 2,000 amos from each other? They're 2,000 amos from each other. So clearly, there be, they're, they're more than 141 amos, which would mean that once I get to the, my, my border of city B, I can only go 2,000 amos beyond that, which means I can go up to basically city number A. Or if I'm in city number A, I get to the boundary of city number A, I can go up 2,000 amos beyond that, and I basically get to city number B. That's the That would be the din. However, city number C, which sits at the corner, the, the uppermost corner of the triangle, that's also within 2,000 amos of city A and B. So that, which would mean what? Which would mean that I can also walk from city number A to city number C and get to its boundary, or city number B and get to city number C, which means all three of these cities sitting at all three corners of the triangle, you can basically walk up to the boundary of each of them if you're coming from a different city. But here's the kicker. Here's the idea. If you can visualize this, imagine if hypothetically you were to move city number C to be between city number B and city number A. So rather than being sitting on a triangle, three corners of a triangle, now they're sitting on a continuum on one line. And when you move city number C in between A and B, what you've done now is you've truncated the space between all three cities to the extent that there's less than 141 and one-third amos between B and C and then C and A. What does that mean? That means now that, if again, you're all, it's, this is all hypothetical. It's not actually happening. But if, theoretically, you were to have placed C between A and B, put them all on one continuum, one line, they would all be within the... Each, each other's carpets, which means they would all be within each 141 of the respective city that's closest to it. What you've done now is created one halachic large city. Now it's a halachically one huge city because they all are within 141 amos of each other, which means now not only can you walk from B to C and C to A, or A to C and, C and A to B, but someone in city A's Tchum doesn't begin until they get to the boundary of city number B, the outermost boundary, the furthermost boundary of city number B, because now we look at it as if all three of these cities are joined together as one large halachic city because they are all within 141 amos of each other. Now, really, they're not because city number C is at the edge, of, at the corner of a triangle, but what we're doing here is we're pulling it in and making it on a line. It says our Mishnah, 
three villages that are grouped together like a triangle. If the space between the two outer villages, again, on, at the, at the uh, base of the triangle, is is um, less than 141 and one-third, and one we make the middle one uh, join, as if it joins into the same line as B and A, to make it one large city. Now that's one large city, you can walk between them. Okay, that was a Mishnah. Wow. Now comes along Mishnah number Dalid. How exactly, what, technically, do we measure the cities? How do we measure the space between the cities, says our Mishnah? We use a 50 ama rope. Why 50 amos? Low pocket is not less than that. Because if it's less than that, as you pull, it will, we're afraid it will get longer. And it will get longer, meaning than what you think it is. Below Yoster, it can't be more than that because then it may sag, and then also you're not, you're not going to get an accurate measurement. And the way you measure it is we take an, two average sized people and they hold the rope against their chest. Why against their chest? Because if one guy holds it up by his head, the other one holds it down by his toes, so it's going to be on an angle and it's not going, you're not going to have 50 amos. What if you're measuring, and as we know, the topography of most places isn't just prairie. We're not living out in the Midwest. It can be in a rocky, mountainous area. And let's you get to a dip where there's a valley or there's a fe- an old fence. What should you do? Mavlia, mavlia. The, um, we, we, do, we measure in a way that we absorb the valley or the fence. What exactly does that mean? So you might think you have to measure along the ground, meaning to say that you have to include the slope as part of your count. Says the mission, no, we go across the, the, we'll go across the valley, ignore the slope, which will actually give you more space. Because if you take the rope and you were to lay it on the ground, and then it would go down the slope, then up the slope, so you'd end up not 50 amos away. You'd end up less than that, depending on how deep the slope goes and how deep it comes back up. But here we, we measure across it. Then the mission says as follows. What happens if you're, in a, you're, you're measuring and you get to a point where there's no way to measure straight? Because whatever there, there's a, there's a, there's some sort of chasm there's a there's a gulf there's some sort of uh, there's a uh, canyon which doesn't allow you technic practically practically to measure across it so what can you do there's no way to measure across it so it says the uh, Mishnah what you do is as follows go t- until the point where you can to the valley to the to the to the precipice whatever you are to the, open the hole then go walk on a straight line sideways till you get to a place where you're able to cross over it. So if you walk in a straight line sideways, cross over it. Once you cross over it and you cross, you're going to cross, then walk in a straight line back to now the other side of this gully, this other side of this valley. And by doing so, you are, you are getting an accurate measurement, but you also now technically are able to because you've crossed over this valley. Similarly, let's say it's not a valley, but it's a mountain. And you're able, unable to pass over the pass it over the mountain. What you do is so you can again obviate it by moving to the side, direct straight line to the side, straight line across, and coming back. However, this that we allow you to, to walk to the side to avoid a a valley, to avoid a canyon, or to avoid a mountain. That's only if moving to the side, you're not going to move so far, you're going to leave the Tchum. If you're trying to measure across the Grand Canyon, you're going to move beyond the Tchum, you can't do that. Why not? So the Chazal were concerned that if people saw you measuring out to the Tchum, they'll think, oh, it must be that's an, uh, that's an okay place to go. So therefore, they didn't allow you to do that. What happened in What if you're not able to absorb the slope? What if it's like really uneven and uh, you can't use your 50 arm of rope to absorb, absorb this, to, to, to measure it, uh, to go around it? So Rabbi Dostoy says, Bar Rabbi Yana, Mishum Rabbi Meir. 
Shemati shemagdirim baharim. You make a hole through the mountain. Now, you don't literally bore a hole through the mountain. That you can't do. But you measure in a way that imitates drilling through the mountain where you, what you do is, and, and essentially, there's a, the, the, the Gemara tells us how exactly to do so. It's a little bit complicated. It's not for now. But the point is that we look at it as if, again, we want to avoid the slope. Because if you have if you have to measure the actual slope, you're going to lose you're going to lose uh, almost you're going to lose space you're going to lose your length. So we try to we again going through it, it's a bit of a technical how exactly they do this, but we we try to measure in a way as if there was a hole go, go, that go with the bore through the mountain went through the mountain and you're, therefore you're measuring just the distance and not counting the slope. I wish you all a wonderful day.